0: mm mm-hmm.
1: Combat and ice wind. I am your host and four-time Treasure hunter of the year, Porky Chuggins. Today we're reviewing an adventuring party known as the Beast of Bremen. Kelly Wilkinson, show us what we got. What are we looking at today?
2: Okay, well, look, uh, we're, uh, it looks like um, Dump, uh, the, the, the friendly giant guy uh, that they, they trusted, he's, he's doing something. He's, he's sneaking behind Carver. Ramble Blankly, take it.
0: As we can see, Dumper uh, coming behind. He's grabbing Frostbrand. Oh, it looks like he's pulling it up to Copper's neck. Copper tries. He wants to scream. He wants to scream for the rest of his party. Dump, dump. What is Dump doing? Dump seems to go for Copper. Copper tries to escape.
3: what's loose. He's moving into Frostbrand. Ooh, that
0: looks like a painful stab right there. What are we gonna do?
3: What is he gonna do? fill, it, fill us in.
0: Uh, well, uh, thanks, Cryptos. Uh, looks like we've got,
1: uh, oh, Virgil is, uh, making a break. Uh, he's running down the line. Uh, it seems that, uh, oh, he's been snagged. Oh, Virgil goes down. Oh, but here comes SPF and Aethia closing in Maria. The They're trying to make a
2: break for it. Oh, Aethia's cut the rope. He's charging in. Oh, no, Carver! Carver's down! Oh, someone's, someone's gonna help Carver!
3: Apparently it's not 80 as he goes straight in and he seems to get his sword and cleave him straight in too! Talk about snapping off a shit! Stomp is in too! Looks like the Wendigo is sneaking up from the back line. Oh, Wendigo?
1: He's slowly approaching Steve from behind. I haven't seen a man this stealthy since the 60s, back when Merce Bubbas
0: uh, took out uh, Steve the Noble. Alright, it doesn't look like he's been too stealthy, it looks like Steve's noticed him. Steve, Steve steadies his line, he moves forward, he holds his action. He brings his mace back ready for the Wendigo to step in line.
2: Oh, and what's this? Cup is up! He's up! He's up! Oh, and... Ethia steps in front!
0: Where did he come from? Oh, what's gonna happen? He braces himself! Ooh,
1: that's a heavy hit by Ethia from the Wendigo! Can we get a replay analysis on that,
2: Curly? Well, it, it just looks like that uh, the wendigo has got a got a filthy mouth, and 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 and, and he's, he's going hard out. Ouch! That looks like it hurts. Um, uh, yeah, take it back, take it back. I, I don't want that to happen to him.
0: Yes, that's right, Curly. Uh, Stay was ready, but Aethis stepped in front. It's wasted State's action. Can you believe it? Can you believe it?
1: Well, I certainly can. This is prime sportsman.
3: There's no communication between this team at all. I agree with that one, Chuggins. And speaking of no communication, we have Virgil pulling up the rear. He seems to be raising that arm with the, is that, is it pulling out some fire? He is, he gonna shoot the wind. Oh no, it seems to have missed. He seemed to
2: pull off a Lenzo for Leonidas and punch Aether in the back of the head with his fireball. Um, okay, well let's not go too hard on Virgil. Uh, we've all missed attacks right, guys?
1: And uh, before we go back to you, Parky, uh, I'd like to, to make it a, an observation here. It looks like the Wendigo is nowhere to be seen. It looks like he's exited the battlefield. Alright, and that was our play of the day. Thank you for watching the arena. As always, we have been your hosts, Porky Chuggins, Philbert Farkas, Curly Wilkinson, Crypto <laughs> Starford, and Bramble Blankley. As always, today's episode was brought to you by our new sponsor, Ramsgate Grill.
2: Try their new Colbo Burger now. Available for a limited time only.
1: So currently it's just your four in a kind of makeshift storage room.
0: I'd be on sleep early I'd just meditate for four. Yeah, hours. I guess same with me. Four Very hours. early in the morning then. Yeah,
2: 9 a.m.? Yeah. I open up my eyes emotionless.
1: Upon waking up, the beeps are back.
2: Hello Steve.
0: Morning. Couldn't get much sleep.
2: I don't sleep.
0: Good point, I guess neither do I. Wow, common ground. Ain't we just the best of friends? I'ma go for a little walk.
2: Very well, I'll be here.
0: I'll stand up and I'll grab SPF and I'll squeeze him a little bit so his knives stick out and then I'll like plant him into the door frame so that if anyone comes in he'll see
2: him. Keeping an eye on us, Steve. Ah, It's it's
0: more for in case someone else tries to come in here. At least you got some. He can't really be surprised.
2: He's quite vigilant. Okay, I'll see you when you get back.
0: I'll go out for a walk. I just move to a little bit away from the tavern, and I kind of just look out into the distance. Well, I think we need to have a talk.
1: You know no voice as you stare into the cold, distant, frozen lake from above.
0: Alright, alright, keep your secrets.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Some guy <girl> walks past. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> oh, sorry, sir. No, um, I'm on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, what? <laughs> More confused. Do I see anything of importance while I'm looking out.
1: Make a perception check. Roll to nat 1. see nothing. And it could be more that you're less focused on actually trying to find something. You actually feel like you're maybe trying to distract yourself from the subject at hand where you know something is going on and then you feel the spark and the wound in your chest ignite again a little bit.
0: Right, well you better not uh, rock up and try and talk to me when I'm busy. Because I've given you this opportunity. Now walk back.
1: Humph and don't see you. As you turn around and walk away, in your place, facing from behind you, you don't see it. Is the little boy. And then they digitally disappear back.
2: I'll try to find something to eat at the uphill tavern.
1: Notice it's dead quiet. Rock did say he'll be back in the afternoon.
2: Welcome back. Thank you. Was that a fruitful outing?
0: Great to uh, stretch the legs in the morning, you know? Sure. You're sounding, uh. Sounds like your uh, condition's getting worse.
2: My head is beeping again.
0: Is that the beeping that allowed you to talk in our
2: heads that's right should we try it hit me this is my voice in your head that is your voice in my head well it works that could be handy
0: I guess it could
2: I have no strong feelings about it
0: right I think maybe we should uh, we should up your priority (laughs) on the list of things
2: to get done I'll let you be the one who decides that, I suppose. I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll send it gonna, to the group. We
0: used to have a lot of chemistry. Yeah, I know, but we can't. <laughs> I know, we can't. <laughs> we can't have it anymore. Steve's Steve Trout We used to disguise ourselves and together. Whose fault is that? <laughs> <laughs> Steve. Steve's trying. After Virgil talked into my head, I'll take the shards out of the crystal and cast mending on them. Doesn't restore the magic to it, but it will make it one single thing.
1: Uh, You open the drawstring bag to take out the shards and complete this object. And you notice first of all it's already kind of heavy. It's like a centered weight not evenly spread with the shards. And you open it and there's instantly a violet glow. And you see that the gem has reformed into whole. And it is glowing brightly with a pulse.
0: I'll I'll stare at it for a good couple of seconds to try and process what the fuck's happening. And then I'll just look up to Virgil. Well, I think you should have this. And I just hand it over to Virgil. i take the bag. I was preparing to fix it so that maybe we could show someone who can help. But
2: it looks like it's fixed itself. You didn't do this? I did not. That's surprising. I... Uh, stowed it.
1: Okay, you've now, you can put back in the inventory that you now have oh, Psy Crystal Make an intelligence check or an icono check if you've got proficiency
2: I do have proficiency Ooh, 18
1: When you broke the gem, you were still cursed but you lost the magical properties and then coincidentally you recognise you've lost your last emotion and now the beeps have returned, the abilities have returned and the crystals hole. So sapping me? And that's what might be happening to you.
0: Is this a, is this a good thing or a bad thing?
2: It's definitely a thing. It's a good point. <laughs> at least I have the utility back.
0: Right, I guess that's a positive in this big cloud of negatives.
2: Let's look at it that way.
0: Right.
1: Fast forward. Times officially one PM. You two come around into your room. You wake up to the sound of distant shits and chatters as the uphill tavern has opened for business and it's not rowdy, but a few people have appeared and Baroque's back.
3: Oh, that was the best four hours I've ever had.
1: When you stretch and then you put a bit of pressure on your arm, the arm that got bit hurts. It gives like a little sting, and you look. The buy has Skarjara.
3: Oh, I can't wait to give him back one of these. Kappa like sits up super quick. Oh my word,
1: I had that dream again, Athia. Again? Kappa's like rock hard.
3: God, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I might go down and get a get a feed. What do you say, Athia? Yeah, I think that might be the right way to go. Might find the other ones. Worried about. the emotional one
1: ha! <laughs> I walk straight out to the thing down the hall. When you guys walk out, Mildred, Army, Amelia, and the other robot are all up and about. Army is scoffing down like this huge mutton Ooh. chop and like stew. Rock's trying to like keep up with the pace. Um, there's a few people. By the way, there are various people around.
2: Uh, greetings, companions. I trust you rested well. Indeed. More importantly, how are you? I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got this back. I said that in his head. Oh god, what is... Oh, oh right. Yeah, the uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah.
3: Well, that's good to hear that you got this back.
0: You don't hear a response
3: besides... Oh god, what is... <laughs> I don't react!
1: Carpa is standing there watching you guys say nothing to each other. Uh, good morning, ladies. How are you this this uh, afternoon? Army's just scoffing down food. At one point, she starts to choke. <laughs> and Mil just like, oh, Army, Army! <laughs> like, starts like patting her back and like, forcing the food out. Um, and Amelia's just like looking very calm. She's like, Well, I think we're doing quite alright. Uh, yeah, just getting back our strengths. Oh, that's excellent to hear. How are you, Corporal? <laughs> oh, thank you for asking. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm doing quite well. My back's a little tweaked from yesterday's battle. But I'll be okay. The robot juts forward and looks you <laughs> and takes over the conversation. Ah, uh, yes. Well, it seems that your anatomical structure would struggle from such battles. Yeah, that, that, I guess that's what I just said. Sorry, I, I, I keep forgetting your name. I don't have one.
0: I'm going to call you, nope. uh... <laughs> Steve, Steve. I like to come around the corner. No! <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, he has a name. We're going to go work it out. I need to bring it up when the full group is here. Ready, I'll give you... A... We'll have a rundown. I think we need to plan our next move anyway. Uh,
1: Alright. I uh, look at his hands. I say, oh, until then, I'll call you Scraps.
0: I'll allow it. I like it. Because it's not it's dumb. Scraps <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no,
2: just scratch. That would look like it would satiate my hunger. I'm going to order some food. I'm happy for you to do that. Rourke is basically <laughs> doing like table service people just put their hand
1: up and he's just come and talk to him. I hold him up. could see you all walking up. Uh, some more than others. Uh, <laughs> what, what have you there, uh, my little friend?
2: Uh, that food looks like it will fill me up. Could I please order that and the ale? Yeah, sure. I mean, I'll give you one meal in the house. How's that sound? Well, that sounds very kind of you.
1: Trust you guys to stay here. Yeah? You did the right thing. You paid your wages. At least I can do it before you're on your merry way. Uh, I'll go get the chef and I'll let him know that you guys want uh how, how you want <coughs> the young ladies having. And as like he points an army, army's like fish finished the bowl and like slams on the table. I want more. Amelia turns around. She's like, "Uh, sorry, Rock, well, You mind if we have another ball for a little army here?" And he's like, "Yeah. I mean, I, I'm charging you. That's like the third ball today." So. <laughs> I'll take care of it. Make it make it a double, and I'll pay. Takes the goal. He's like, "Oh, thanks." Uh, puts in his little like very filthy apron. Anyone else before I move on?
0: I'm fine, thank you.
1: Purple.
3: It's a simple man. It, <laughs> He's it, going, it, it <laughs> doesn't, doesn't even register for a second because like forgets. Oh, yes. Uh, sure. Throw another one on there. Alright, and one ale, two ales. What am I doing here? Three to two. Sounds good. Alright, I'll be back with you shortly. is on. While I wait for the food, can I make a... I want to see if there are uh, someone who looks like they know a lot about the town. Or just someone who just looks somewhat intelligent?
0: Is there a high level magic user. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to see like one dude, curly moustache, one <laughs> spectacle and a book
1: that says Tavern's Guide and everything. Like that. <laughs> shirt that it. says um, I'm
0: a high level magic user. All I got was this shirt.
1: i tell you what you can do. If you want to try to do, if you want to do perception, try to like ease and listen to people's conversations. It's 11. I'm going to say you don't hear of basically what you told me you want to look for. You just hear very plain conversations about people's day. Um, it's up to you if you want to try instigate a conversation or not. I'm going to straight up walk up. Uh, besides you guys, there's currently five other people. So will go to the next thing. Right now, it's one old dude. He's done up with various winter gear. He's got these little goggles on his head. Currently also enjoying a mud and stew. slapping up very quietly.
3: Excuse me sir, might I have a word with you? He's just mid, he's slow, slow, he's
1: bold.
3: Yeah, I'll take a Me and a few companions of mine are new to this city and we were just wondering in your knowledge, would you be able to find or would you know of a. I'm sorry, is this funny to you? <laughs> no, dude, the way
0: he,
1: you did that in the nervous, like, I was just wondering. <laughs> 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 That's why just my one, Whoa! Well, uh, if look you, uh. you're uh, uh, <laughs> maybe
0: maybe a magic uh,
3: <laughs> Me and a few of my companions are new in town, I was wondering if you knew of any. experienced. magic users. Thanks, another slap of the bolt. Nope.
1: Could maybe ask them, uh. You folks that have been making their way up in town, they're living in the care. The care, you say? Yeah,
3: the care, big castle. Thank you very much, enjoy your meal. Nods and slips again. After talking to him, I look back to our table, has the food and drinks come yet? Yeah, it's about to start Brock's up with, uh, three bowls and two items, and he starts setting them up. that's the case, I will then return to the table, I
1: sit down. But it's his stupid the knife and fork uh, What about the liquid part?
0: Still knife and fork <laughs> just in He balances the liquid on the knife oh, text- On up. each of the prongs? Make a dexterity check He's <laughs> actually uh,
1: 17 This is not your first time Eating <laughs> soup, soup, soup or With pork? a knife and fork <laughs> It's so impressed everyone's just it, The robot is just looking at you like
0: this is improbable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Copper's known for making the improbable problem. <laughs> I'll say while you guys are chowing
1: down your stews and drinking your ales, and Armie's um, on now her fourth ball, the door opens, and two more individuals enter the bar. Both of these individuals are covered head to toe in winter furs. These are two men. One, actually, you recognize it's the guy you first saw in your entrance, the real old guy who told Carper to fuck off. <laughs> the old guy takes off his goggles, puts them on top of his head. Uh, he's accompanied by another individual, and this individual is a bit younger. He's probably in his late 30s. Got a little bit of fuzz to his face with an improper kind of beard that hasn't fully grown. He has a face mask that he pulls down and takes off his hood, and they walk in. First perceptions, they seem a little bit annoyed. And they walk over straight away to the tavern and they go up to Rock. Afternoon, uh, Afternoon Ted. Bill, our, uh. Not Bill. Bill, Bill Ted? and Ted. Oh, fuck! Okay. <laughs> really? Call them William. Okay. William and Theodore. <laughs> yes. Um. Hello, William. Theodore? Uh. Rough day? Fucking rough, man. Ugh, this is getting ridiculous now. That's the third time. This past month that we've lost our our count of goals, this is just getting ridiculous. Well, that's a shame. I uh, will tell you, how about drink on the house? You guys, get yourself a table. Uh, I get yourself set up. You guys, finding any clues? Or as he's like getting ready to serve an ale, will. William speaks up. Yeah, we're uh, we're trying. Um, right now, there's like there's no clues. You know, like these guys, whatever's happening, they're just stealing. They're taking away. Uh, cattle's cattle like breaking into houses is just getting ridiculous, you know, like small footprints, but what does that mean? That means nothing, you know, we can't find head or tails of where these tracks go, or what these things are. Alright, well maybe just uh take precautions, you know, it's hard times, you can always ask the KF for some help. Yeah, it's true, Right, might not bother them, but it'd be quite nice. Alright, you guys will take a seat. Here's your ales, oh, or maybe you will give you a bowl as well. That's the conversation you guys over here. As lady. take it, they go the opposite side of the tavern, though. Interesting. I don't know who was who at that point in the conversation. No, was. that
2: right at the end there, I lost. Yeah, voice. Oh, wow. I, I realised that this
1: and this voice sound the exact same. Mm-hmm. So I turn around in my chair to face Virgil and Steve. I'm just imagining none of you all are on the same fucking booth. You're all no, on different no. booths, facing <laughs> <basically laughs> away from each other, but you keep talking. Did that. you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> hear what? I'm <laughs> well, at the ladies table, I picture it like there on a side booth on the wall with those cushions Yeah, that's the yeah, yeah. like, It's like oh, we yeah. pushed two yeah. tables near each other yeah, no.
0: We definitely had to ask someone <laughs> like, use you using that chair? <laughs> yeah Definitely had to take a chair from another table <laughs> You ask the guys that just got robbed <laughs> First they take my gold, then
1: they take my chair
2: <laughs> Hey, life is a bitch, man uh, Did you guys hear that? Yes, strange oh. yeah. The detail that stuck out to me was that they said that culprits might have small footprints. Yes, so I'm, I'm not really
1: sure about that. I don't know if we should be focusing our priorities on this right now while you're
3: in your current state. It doesn't bother me either way. Speaking of his current state, I did have a chat with some people and found out where a bit of a lead on where we could find a high-level magic user, or at least an experienced one. Did you? Yes, had a chat with some of the folks over there on the tables, and they said it was we should be able to find one in the
0: castle there. Maybe the care is a good place to look.
2: Do we know anything about the people we might find there?
0: What's the barman's name?
1: Rock. Rock.
2: Uh, rock. Rock.
0: That's his last name. No. <laughs> yeah, what is it, what? <laughs> Rourke's last oh, name
1: Bob. is Bob. Okay. Nah, no, it You gotta live
0: with it. No, well, uh, we're, leaving. Okay. we're leaving, We're leaving. <laughs>
1: um, Rook's just finished serving those two guys, we leave with and you wave him down and he comes down and he's like, uh, yeah, what's what's going on? You want another bowl of mon soup? Mon- it's got on? <laughs> uh, no, 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 Rock. Uh, we, we were interested in the uh, the people who live in the, the care a group known as the Knights of the Black Sword. They uh they moved in about six months ago. Um you know like our speaker Chronic Silver, uh, like he lives in the care. Not well liked person in terms of you know he's quite rude. He's a bully. He's a bit of an ass really. Oh but he's in charge. But when the group showed up, he opened his doors wide open, allowed them in, and they've been living there since. You know. Uh but to be honest, they've been quite nice. I mean they've been coming around helping people. Uh, you know, with everything that's been happening, I don't know if you overheard the conversation, but you know, we've been suffering from recent events of theft and all these other kinds of things going on in the winter. They've been coming out, offering furs, and uh, they've been going out, getting shipments of food, bringing it, handing it out, helping out the little people. You know, they're a little bit, I don't want to say cold, but a little bit strange in how that works, so people have mixed emotions. And right now, Speaker is he's, he's ill, he's bedridden, he hasn't been out in months. So the fact that people from this group that he is welcomed in can help out. It's been quite nice.
2: <laughs> that guy's dead. Yeah, he's like,
0: dead. Steve, <laughs> I was, Steve was about to turn to the group, and be like, "Well, that's a cult, and the leader's dead.
2: <laughs> uh, and,
1: and would it be unassuming of us to uh, arrive unannounced? Ah, uh, I mean, they Craddock never let anyone in to begin with, really, unless he had some form of theatrics that he wanted to perform. He was always a man of theatrics. Love his performances, love the tension on him. Right? Really? Yeah, when I read this last night, I was like, Mitch is gonna hate Mitch. Oh my <laughs> god. We're <laughs> all looking at God.
2: We're all <laughs> looking at you. Virgil does Virgil's staring blankly, but Mitch Mitch's saving. I don't love anything anymore.
1: Oh, something we, we have in common. And I don't really know if they are too welcoming. I mean you can always go up to the gate and probably ask and
0: talk to one of them
1: or
2: they, they might hear you out. Should we try to escort our compatriots back to their home first?
0: Maybe someone can go have a look while we prep ourselves for the journey.
1: Why don't you guys go ahead, I'll drop the ladies off at their uh,
2: respective residences and we, we, we can meet up at the KO. It's
0: time It's the next time, We'll see you in six hours.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> the castle is here. He is in a estate. We'll call it a state. Well, go. I'm
2: not bothered either way, so really... Uh, Amelia, Ami, Midred... Um, Scraps... Do you have a problem with us taking a moment to investigate this care? Well, will
1: it impede on that my journey?
2: Right, his journey. <clears throat> Maybe I should
0: uh, inform the group of what's happening. So our friend here who's been lovingly named Scraps is uh, searching for a place that's not too far from Karakonig. So, I was maybe gonna bring it up a little bit later once we've done our business in this town, but maybe once we get to Karakonig, we can quickly, you know, zip across. Help Scraps out. I'm fine with that. I didn't mean to keep it a secret or anything like that, I thought we just had more urgent business and it was kinda on the way.
1: Mildred, you don't mind? No, that's fine. They can... Yeah, you guys just be quick. Go look here talk, see if there's, if there's anything that you guys can do, then come back and, yeah, we'll go okay conning with
0: Amelia. Sounds fair to me. Well,
1: your patience is appreciated also. Wow, thank you. Alrighty, you're cool. all ready to go? Yep. So it's all four of you? Yep.
2: Uh-huh. Okay. Hey guys, Virgil here. Uh, Just letting you know that uh, you've been listening to us for a while and I understand why we're very entertaining. But it might be a good time to take a break now.
1: So, first of all, you guys do notice the mountain Kelvin's Khan can be seen from this distance. It looms over the town. And then you see the Chaos. located on the cliff edge over the frozen lake Diddishir. It's a sturdy stone castle that seems to be devoid of really any warmth. Warding its entrance are these thick battle-hardened wooden doors. The doors seem to be protected by an iron portcullis. And there are four cylindrical guard towers with concealed roofs that seem to be spaced around starting from the edge of the door and are connected by these icy battlements and parapets, protecting the inside court and foundations, so the actual castle itself inside. The way it's structured is that this is what you see facing and it encompasses the rest of this cliff. So there's no way to get around. Yeah, so really. it backs up onto the cliff. Exactly. Yeah. You guys eventually reach the door, what do you guys do?
0: Right. Anyone the the, the anyone, yeah. Anyone want to take the lead?
3: I know it's ambitious, but surely we can't just knock, can we?
2: Yes, sir. Uh, who wants to take the lead here? I'll knock. I'm the one who knocks. Knock, knock, knock.
0: Do you just say that knock? You know. Sure.
2: Knock.
0: <laughs> and then I look to <laughs> the I look Why to the that? I look oh. to the group for a laugh. And then nothing happens and then I knock. Okay. Papa oh. laughs his oh. ass off. Thanks, man. Don't really hear anything. Well, they're not home.
3: It's a large place. Maybe... we knock
2: louder? It's a guard post we could just yell. Howdy, anyone there? From
0: above. Hello? Up here, yeah. What's up? Do you mind if we uh, come in? Yeah, we do. This is... this is our... care. I don't know who you are. Uh, apologies, my name is uh, Scientific Team Epsilon Variable Executor, stands for Steve. Uh, Steve is fine, if you want to call me Steve. but uh, We're just looking for some uh, information, if you would be so kind. Proposition for me. 13. <laughs>
1: what kind of information? Excuse my miserable friend here, what, uh, basically we are ...sort of investigating the, the thefts and uh, crime afoot in this town. Uh, I believe uh, you guys are watching over this town? Yeah, I we, well, mean, we reside here. We're just helping out as we reside. Well, uh, I think at this point we might require some aid. Uh, w- would you maybe let us in so we can discuss uh, the, the various goings on here? And, and maybe you can help us solve some of these issues and crimes. Make a decision to check now, please. <laughs> it's a good number?
2: No. Nice. What'd you this roll? Crit- uh,
1: Click fail?
0: Excuse my metal frame. There it is!
1: <laughs> I call bullshit!
3: Alright, you got me!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just
2: let us in, will you?
3: Cubic, <laughs> <laughs> we are here looking for an experienced Magic user, we were told we would be able to find one in here. I have found myself to be cursed. Uh, you can roll
1: persuasion, but the DC is gonna be up now due to these two's rolls. So, that is a
3: 21. Alright, that, I believe. You look miserable as fuck.
2: I... Exist.
1: Uh, here's the thing, I don't think I will let you but let me just see what I can do. Ah, uh, he disappears for a bit.
2: Ten minutes go by. How long do we give them?
3: Well, I think maybe till he shows up. That's usually a good way to go.
2: Okay.
1: So it's a slow montage of you guys just twiddling your thumbs, maybe kicking stones, looking out at the cliffs. You eventually do hear, inside the castle itself, chains grinding. As they churn, you hear what seems to be something metallic lift. You guys don't see anything happening though. You then hear wooden doors, and then close to you guys now, you, oh, you see the poor is now raised in front of you. And now the wooden doors open. What you guys see before you are three uh, individuals. They seem to be wearing leather uh, armor. Quite dark, matte black in complexion. And before them is a cherry colored tiefling, uh, almost close to more of a crimson red. They have short curled horns that curl from the top of their head. They are balding with very white snow hair just covering the sides and back. They are very paunchy. They seem very old yet dignified. They are wearing this very teal-covered fur coat um, with this nice fur outlining and insides. They've got teal kerchief, a white vest, they have a teal cumberbund, black chino-like pants that have high-rise white socks. The one thing that all these guys have, they all bear these necklaces. As a material, they seem to be reminiscent of black eyes. The design is the first you've seen. They're shaped like black swords. This tiefling, their black sword necklace, has what appears to be also a turquoise blue shield underneath it.
2: All right, well, I do not have much time, so,
1: make it haste. What can we do for you? You've uh, brought me to your attention.
0: Uh, our friend here is cursed. We're looking for someone who can fix that.
2: Which one? I'll do. I raise
1: my hand. And why do you think that we would be able to assist you in this manner?
2: It seems that the town folk uh, that we spoke to respect you as um, and, and paid you uh, gracious uh, words. And that if we were to find something like what we need in this town, it would be... Uh, amongst your uh, companions.
1: Well, yes. While well, the speaker uh, Karak is ill in his in his chambers, we have taken it upon ourselves to uh, help out our friend and assist the town's folk that he he loves and adores. Are you from this town?
2: Uh, no, we're not. No, not at all. But perhaps you've heard of us. We are the the uh, group of uh, individuals known as the B Supreme. I've heard no tale of Beast of Bremen before, uh, and I've been here for many, many years. Uh... It's fine, we're just getting our start now. We're still spreading our influence.
1: Ah. Hop under his breath, sister Veljo. He must have been living under a rock this whole time. Wrong
2: no, Oh god! god. Why? <laughs> no! Hey,
1: you say you don't realize you're right next to him. <laughs> <laughs> you, mean, you do it to him. <laughs> <laughs> you do, do, do yeah, this, <laughs> I'm on the other side. <laughs> So, you, you know, it
2: there, but you do this, and you're like. <laughs> yeah, Kava realizes he just said that to
1: him, he's like. He looks he you and Are you sure that you're the one that's ghost?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe, maybe he respects you for your confidence. No, <laughs> definitely <laughs> not <respecting> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely do not respect
1: him look your confidence. Boy, his brash nature just there, that was quite. Uh, I, I apologize
3: for my. some of our members' decorum. However, we came to you because we are in need of a high-level magic user to help with our friend here. I feel nothing.
1: You're an adventuring party, you say?
2: Hmm.
1: I tell you what. Be willing to make
2: a deal. You get curse
0: removed, um, I get cum. No! No! We are... Virgil, Virgil's not allowed to do that.
1: We always looking for... External adventurers, people that might align with our values, and but you need to show us your worth. We have actually someone that may be able to remove your curse. We have a we have a cleric, who is quite resourceful. I do believe they have the capabilities to remove
3: curses. In terms of an external offer, I believe we will be able to help you. However, in doing so we would like some level of assurance that your cleric would even be able to handle the job. So is it perhaps possible for us to have him meet first?
1: No, no, not gonna happen. I think you've misunderstood the situation here. If you succeed, you can come back and then we will permit entry to meet our cleric and maybe talk about uh, future relationship. The uh, test is very simple. We've had uh, some situations with uh, these species known as uh, Jiruga. Roll, if you all want, roll nature checks, or history, whatever you want proficiency.
2: Well, crit fail. That was average today. today. 12. Yeah, 15.
0: 18.
1: Juriga are the underdog version of Dwarves. These are dwarves that have grown, adapted and evolved in the Underdark. They are malicious and more twisted than their mountain surface cousins, such as the shield dwarves in Icewind. Right now they're causing quite a fuss coming up from the Underdark and walking freely on the now dark surface that this winter has created. I would like you as a party to venture out and find out news on the Druga. Specifically on possibly their whereabouts and what their intents are for the surface. If you find out anything of interest, specifically about them, or even maybe the Frostjords, perhaps, it would be greatly appreciated.
3: So just to clarify, you don't want us to send the underdogs back to the underdog.
1: Well first of all, I don't know if you can handle that. Second of all, not right now, I just merely wish for information.
0: Do you reckon you can handle that? Information is something we can get.
2: We can be very diplomatic. I can see. Well, be on your way and hopefully upon your return you may have some news. Do you have any leads? Begin. This is search for information. That's your job. Very well. This is where the test begins.
3: One last thing before we go. May we ask your name, who we are dealing with? I think it's only, uh, polite to introduce yourselves first. I'm Aether of the Clan Celestialian. Howdy, I'm Steve.
2: Uh, I am Virgil. My, my name is Carlo.
1: You may call me Cardoth.
2: Well, thank you, Carl. We
3: will be back when we have some favorable information.
1: Very well. So long.
0: Nice necklaces by the way.
2: Oh!
1: Oh. Yes, thank you.
0: It's quite a nice one you've got compared to the others. I am one of our higher status.
1: Maybe you should find one.
0: Maybe a great addition to you. I turned to the rest of the group. That's a weird cult, right?
2: I... I don't trust them. Oh, don't you guys recognize those dangly necklaces that the, the
0: other guys were wearing?
2: Yeah, I do. That's why I Of course. I, asked. I believe um, Hector's son Ryan's probably in that uh, in that gear
0: He was supposed to be moving here, wasn't he? That's right. Maybe we uh, drop our friends off, do this job. We can get in there when we see the clerics if we can find Ryan. You don't have an assist <laughs> That's too much emotion. After you I was kidding that time, I that time. Just just wanna like, stop talking. To One of you wanna talk first. No, I, 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 Virgil, you would say a piece first, then we're gonna cut, bro. Well
1: actually uh, I l I I don't actually think we should be dealing
2: with these guys at all. Uh, I, I, I'm a little nervous and apprehensive about this one. Yes, well, I mean, it doesn't faze me either way, but I do believe that the the people that we said we would take care of, we should take care of them first.
0: Right. Um, I mean, I believe him when he says that this cleric can help
2: you. It has not swayed me either one way.
0: Man, it seems like Virgil just doesn't care about his curse. Can we just forget it?
1: SBF <laughs> plays recording. If
0: I'm going to lose my emotions, continue, please. Even though I may not. Ah, thank you, SPF. Always there when we need you. He
1: sounds like C3PO. He
0: never
1: recorded. <laughs> right. because Virgin Who the, forgot. the fuck recorded this? <laughs> 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 the ro- scraps is taken the robot. As God S- damn it, scraps! <laughs> scraps. No. SPF, you've been fooling around with your robot. <laughs> <laughs> you got another
0: owner. You've been Bluetoothing with him? <laughs> oh, no. <You're> slut. <laughs> you slut! You've been interfacing with another robot? <laughs>
1: Baby SBF with like broken hands pops out?
0: No.
2: <laughs> what is the meaning of this? <laughs> <Imagine> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> no. well,
1: maybe we can discuss this later.
0: First things first. I think we have a few things that maybe Trump. What's going on here first? Like dropping our friends off. The guards know how much danger we've put them in, and we may continue to put them in. Cop is on his way. (laughs) All right. We'll head back to the tavern, I guess. Yeah.
1: No, I'm not doing it. I refuse. H- Hello everyone, I uh, understand that you've been listening for some time now, it might be, might be wise to take a break. We are fast forwarding our story. so you guys met up with the rest of your party that you are safeguarding at the Uphill Tavern, you thanked Rourke and you made your way up the road continuing towards at Koenig. Ness, it is your turn to do the Encounter roll. Keep roll. Yeah, I did 100. 62. Your trip goes smoothly. It is uh, calm weather, as well as calm as it can be with the current curse. The journey overall takes two and a half hours. And you guys arrive
3: at K.A. That's not a good sign. I don't like this. That was way too calm and smooth.
0: What's the encounter? Shut, Shut up. up. Ke- <laughs> cool. Cool. I'm, I'm just happy that when he said calm, and it kind of sounded like calm, no one said anything. <laughs> Cause yeah, because that's what I was up. laughing. Yeah, yeah.
1: If anyone brought that to our attention, you would have been mad. Yeah. Been mad. I would have quit. Um. <coughs> Just like your journey, Kea Konig is a quiet <coughs> lakeside town that straddles the harbour of Lake Dinnershire, just like its fellow Kea town. And then as it recedes more inland, the land rises by various platforms. On the far outskirts of the slopes is the rubble and shattered foundations of the town's Kea, which is buried under mountains of snow. The town's symbol of a navy shield with a white outline and a silhouette of a white fish in its center can also be seen on a big house that's also in front of the road. The symbol represents the town as it's isolated fishing surrounded by snow.
2: Companions, uh, perhaps this is where you take lead and uh, direct us so we can make sure we escort you to your places of residence safely.
1: We actually live on a little house on the outskirts towards the harbor right in the center so
2: yeah, come on, come on now.
1: And Amelia takes the lead with army. Um, can I do a perception check of the town are walking through? Sure. Oh, better, better, things are turning around. 16. It's not a large town. There's over a hundred people, but not much more. Folks are doing what they can, exchanging goods and services. What you do notice is just behind one of the houses, what appears to be uh, mysterious humanoid in a trench coat oh, no. just just full-on trench uh, covering from head to head to legs. Have they noticed me noticing them? They have or what not 20. Uh, so you can see that they kind of like scurrying and there's a moment where you just catch them scurrying and the movement's very awkward and lanky like their body goes one way while the legs still walking, and then they run back and then they run back behind the house and they look up and you can see facing up Look at you use the face of a kobold. Oh. <laughs> you see the face of the kobold look up and his eyes meet you dead on. And then you see it takes like a hand out through the middle of the coat that opens up a little. And you see it slap the other one. And there seems to be an exchange of words as then they start trying to worry about. And there's a point where like, the other ones turn, but the other one's still facing you, so it looks like he's walking forward but looking backwards. Backwards human, and they just start trying to sprint, they hit a few objects as so they disappear. <laughs> uh, no, that's
2: No, that's the only interaction we get with them. Never see them again. No. That's, your, that's your encounter. Was it definitely- oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that's what you rolled. <laughs> oh, yes. You rolled
1: four, I'll tell you what it's called. Yeah, I just called it three cold worlds and a trench coat you guys reach Amelia and Army's home. So it is very average and it looks well maintained. It looks like it was once made with very, very nice wood, almost resemblance of possibly Jarrah. The home actually faces the harbour and you can see about 30 feet away there is that shoreline that goes into the lake that's obviously now been frozen over these shifting ice and little stone paths that used to lead to the house to the lake. As you guys get closer, Army just bolts charges up and she on the door and eventually what you guys see is young men now they have charcoal hair that is short but very messy have quite a youthful appearance again only looking like they're in about their 30s with these bright green eyes before anything be said, as this man opens the door, Army just lunges and you just hear Army go, Daddy! And just fall on, pulls him back. Oh, Army, Army!" And he picks her up and she's laughing, he's happy, and he pulls her in for like a big bear hug. The man turns inside the house and you hear him yell, Oh,
2: Mar- Mary, Mar- Mar- the girl, huh?
1: And he turns back and he's like,
0: Grandma, Grandma, Grandma's here too!
1: You hear these footsteps and you see now a tanned woman with also black hair, brown eyes. They have it in like kind of like a plait style that goes from like kind of to the back of the head. And it's quite long, goes to the back. And they come rushing down and you see her pop her head out. Mommy! And then they go into a big group huddle and Emilio walks up. Big family reunion moment. Kappa whispers under his breath to Steve. My word, I
0: wish I was army right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For once, for once Copper, I'd like you to not be attracted to someone.
2: (laughs) Um, I'm stood there stone-faced. My word, Amelia, you have such a beautiful home and family. And I,
1: like, put my hand out, gesturing towards the, the male. Harlan. This is, uh, this is, uh, Carver, uh, and Steve, and Aether, and Virgil, and, uh, and Mildred, um, they are, they saved us, they, they, they came down, uh, found us, and saved us, and Harlan grabs your head a big grip, and then pulls you in for a hug, and goes, thank you so much, I really appreciate it, I don't know what I would have done, if I lost these two, uh, thank you, Winnie. It's like a bear hug. This man is pure muscle as he like grips at you and you can feel that his arms are huge. He gives him a good hug. He loves it. He says, no, no, you you shouldn't thank us. You should thank Army. She did most of the the legwork and the heavy lifting. And Miris now has Army in her hands because he's passed her off to say thank you to you. Is that right? Did you? Yeah, I killed him. I got him and I saved great grandma Amelia. And then there's an awkward,
0: still silence.
1: And then, before anyone could say it, and you can see like a look of recognition in Harlan's eyes, he looks at Amelia. That, That's right, and we're so grateful that you two are here. And you can just see Amelia gives like a sad nod like, which you could register talking about Nabria. Well, that being said, uh, you're gonna catch a cold. Come, come on in. Friend of our family is a friend of mine. Uh, so nice. I just,
3: to Steve and Vergema, as nice as this is, do we... do we have the time for this? Cup is inside already. I suppose so.
1: You guys, venture to this home now. A little bit easier to see. Again, it's this fire and craftsmanship of just wood everywhere. What you notice though is that obviously this is a really old house, it's taking its toll. None of you are very experienced carpenters, but a lot of work has gone into certain times fixing and maintaining what they can. Like the wood floors are scratched and scraped, but they have been leveled constantly and they look always kind of refined. The walls are in the same kind of shape and then as you guys walk in you see the stairs instantly going up. There's what appears to be a right hallway that kind of leads into what appears to be like, maybe a dining room, and then probably another room on the left, as it works its way towards the back of the house. Miris says to you guys, all right, well, come on room. we'll get you some food, take, take, here, like, we'll, we'll light a lot of fire, take your coats off, take a seat, just, just relax. At the fireplace, what you guys notice, various things. The first little thing is a big picture, and the big picture seems to be two crests. First is a branch, and then as it gets longer and longer, it turns slowly into like a fishing pole. And so this little string that comes down and it's hooked like a big fish. And then below that, which is something that you recognize, Virgil, is a symbol you saw on a locket that Army had found and was holding, which is seaweed that has entwined around a drop of water. And then you see these little statuettes of fish and little carvings and then there is one particular one, it seems to be like a very bulbous fish where its fins kind of look like front paws, the legs kind of merge into this tail, and it's been carved and drawn over and then it's got what appears to be a face, and the face looks humanoid with this long beard, pointy elven ears and long scraggly hair.
2: I do a religion check? Yes. uh, i got a feeling is that Scolacus. Uh, 14. Glaucus. Nice. And the symbol
1: you recognize must be his, of the water drop, mm-hmm. must be his holy symbol.
2: Uh, I must compliment you on the, uh, the fine furnishings in your uh, your abode here. Um, may I ask who crafted all of these works? Harlan
1: is currently, like, lighting the fire. Oh, uh, this would have been, uh, actually. Uh, yeah, he would have... He, he made the house, really, him and his family, you know, uh, we're part of the, I know I don't look at, elven ancestry, uh, wood elves, grandpappy, uh, well, he was human, but he learned from them, and he worked with Amelius Clarence to make this establishment, and he finally, like, lights the fire, and he's like,
2: shit, it beautiful,
1: thanks, uh, I, I ain't no master craftsman myself, but I try to, try to maintain the place as best as I can, and, like, as he, like,
2: leans on one of the ledges,
0: Oh, no. Like,
2: breaks a little. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Is that one of yours? Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> like I said, I ain't messed up but I'm trying my best to maintain it. Um, you know, I'm going to follow the family tradition. Uh, you know, mom showed me quite a lot of how to do it. Um, and Amelia, uh, she knows about it, but she's not. You know, it was mainly Pappy that took those teachings. Well, clearly you come from a long line of. Uh, specimens uh, with great skill and capability and strength uh, and I'm looking at him in like a little bit of like a cheeky way. Well yeah, well, you know, we're, I mean, I'm from the Lasari tribe, you know, we've kept that tradition, that name and we try to stay true to it. Uh, my expertise is more in the fishing. You know, I learned that from grandpappy and then my father before me. Learned how to cast a rod before I could even walk, I reckon. You look like you would. Oh, yeah. At least point out, no yeah, I'm I'm half Wood Oven, you know, on my, my mother's side. I'm uh uh the Do Clan. Papa likes the Wood it's <laughs> <laughs> just them as well. Do oh, I don't know if I know that one. Million know? Yeah, we are. We've had some. We've had some chats. Me and Muge here, we're talking about our shared relations. I actually knew Muge's great grandmother a while ago. Yeah, small world. Small world. I'm gonna see what's keeping the misses And Helen walks.
2: Out.
1: <laughs> 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 Talk to him! <laughs> Robot's just investigating everything, he's just going okay, like the woods. I can see where you've made a mistake.
0: Here. 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 here? here. here. Hey scraps. They might come across as a little bit rude. Maybe we just sit down. Oh, okay. Uh <laughs> Didn't realize I was being
1: so brash I I and he was like hands like guys, to everyone It's like, okay. I am honestly not one to talk And sit down I
2: <laughs> you have to do this now I've <laughs> <laughs> been pointed out And since I've done it like, I'm getting a
1: character quick So A few moments go by And uh, Miris and Harlan come back They bring out loaves They bring out some uh, goat meat And they bring out uh, various drinks
2: Help yourselves everyone You know, like Sorry, I'm just so happy And you are uh, a yeah. No, hospitality is uh, very gracious, and uh, it, uh, it's very kind of you to take us in like this. You
1: found my baby, and you found my grandmother. It is the least I can do. Hey, Harlan. Speaking of uh, army, uh, we've noticed she has some quirks, uh, powers. You might yeah, she's say. strange. Yeah. Did she pick that up from her mother or yourself? Uh, <laughs> last night you I, checked, I a guy and a god. Sweetie, you got? She ain't got. <laughs> I like Harlan.
2: He's fun.
1: There's this like, Harlan. Uh, <laughs> Harlan, awesome. I am a god. <laughs> <laughs> to you in this household? Yes, I am. Um, sorry, he gets so excited. He loves to play that joke. Yeah, we know we know, armies um, an animata. You know, we, well, sorry, have spoken about it in traps, and we assume from very early on her attitude with water is very strange. First of all, she almost looked like she was a fish when she swam, like she swam before she walked. Uh, I thought she was drowning. I was wrong. And I was like, yeah, that... Yep, that turned out to be a blessing. Uh, I thought I fucked up on that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let her go in the boat way toward it. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: then we noticed... Uh... You know first of all, all this strange attitude, the ability to kind of live naturally in water and then we noticed her feats of strength and her dexterity, we noticed they are all resemblance of you know forms of water. Water can be strong as a torrent or it can be flexible, army fits all this criteria. And then I think we were well aware by the time that she started talking with the water. Yeah, I talk with water.
2: And she opens the canteen again in the water. I was going to ask about that. It seems that uh, the water uh, um, kind of thinks for itself sometimes.
1: Yeah, they're my friends!
2: I did not know you kept such good company. So, uh, was she like this from birth, you say?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, like, we kind of researched. Uh, Amelia knows a bit more about it. It's It was her knowledge that led to these readings. I mean, and Amelia steps in, she's like, Well, we, uh, we researched. You know, races that come out unnatural, with these strange abilities. Everyone's got these, you know, they can learn and strengthen uh, in terms of, you know, magic abilities, or speed strength, or skill of a weapon. But then you've got the unnaturals, the strange and unexplained, and army fit, all those criteria. So we believe she's an animator from our god Glaucus. We don't know our purpose. Why Glaucus would bless us with one, but here we are. Carpa's like skeptical. Carper records that she just fucked some god like <laughs> My word she's a mad woman.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he doesn't understand all that religion, religion That's, that's shit. bias, man. You guys finish your meal and Miris gets up and uh Mildred gets up as well with her and they start clearing the table and they go go to the back and they start you know clearing the dishes and the wasted scraps. Um and Ami is sound asleep. She has been put onto a couch on the adjacent side of the room with a nice fur. She is snug and exhausted. And Amelia's Zen, She's just, uh, so, uh, I don't know. Anything we've missed in the meantime since we've been gone? Yeah, uh, it's quite strange since you left recently. A lot of townsfolk are angry right now. There's been a bunch of theft that's been occurring. Made livestock equipment. Originally, we thought it was these uh these pair of rabbit folks found them swindling and hustling the townsfolk. We, you know, they got called out, and they, we thought they were responsible. But then they ran away with their leg between the tables and a caravan, and instead of the problem being resolved, you know, the problem continued. So I think we pointed the finger at the wrong people. Well, uh, you know what? I actually. Uh, I think I saw uh, some very suspect looking kobolds wandering around in a trench coat earlier. Was that right? Kobolds in a trench coat. Yeah, so very strange. They ran away as soon as I locked eyes. You know, one of the other things that the townsfolk were talking about is the fact that they hear the, these voices, the scurrying, the running, the footsteps, but they can't see anything. It really annoys them, so maybe. I don't know what non- what
2: business kobolds in a trench coat would have in our town. Is there uh, any chatter about Dugar amongst your townsfolk? I don't know what that is. Should I? Um, not necessarily. I know it's, it's happening uh, closer to in Avar, I in uh Checking to make sure it's not a problem this far north. I don't know, but it's been going on for a few few weeks now. I know that a uh, speaker, Speaker
1: Trovis, is trying to deal with it. And he looks at me and is like, you know how Trovis is? It's What, what time is it now? Seven? He'd be in a bottle right now, wouldn't he? Yeah, he's uh. Ooh. You guys, well, why you ask anyway? What's. You think these do guard Are
2: they responsible? Uh, it's just something that we've heard of recently that uh. uh down in the Kerr they are having similar crime problems with thefts. Has ever se- Has anyone seen small footprints around these thefts? Uh. I haven't. Honestly, the best person PR has is Speaker Trophy.
1: He's actually done the most investigation on the topic. He's taking queries from all townsfolk.
2: I, I could probably take it to him if you want. Well, uh, Steve, how um, how pressing is this uh, business with our new robotic friend?
0: Well, uh, I don't think we're ever going to be closer physically to the
2: location than we are now. So perhaps we deal with that first?
0: I guess, yeah, it's up to the group. If we have we have a first lead for your problem... Deed. And we can... Uh, Maybe solve this problem and check it off the list. Arguably, though, if we go talk to him and they say that he's found these little footprints
3: but they're roughly in the same direction, you could do it on the way.
2: Well, look, Harlan, if you If it's not going to put you out too much, uh, perhaps we could go meet with the me strongest of yours. Yeah, sure, I mean,
1: lovable guy. Uh, he just, he does get lost in the bottle. Alright, but he could give you some insight if you're trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, maybe you don't know what these Dugas are. So, he might be, if he's out on a stroll, he's been drinking. Uh, this time, reckon he's gone for a feed. You might find him at the Northern Night. It's a little inn, they do food as well. Please lead the way. Very well.
2: Mirrex! We're
0: gonna be back in a while. <clears throat> uh, before you leave, uh, do you happen to have a workbench or a workspace?
1: Yeah, down the back, uh, it's, uh, Cray-Papies. Do
0: you mind if, I? I'm gonna stop you out there. It? You can use it. Right. <laughs> you're awful nice. Um,
1: you don't understand what kind of deed you've done, do ya? Like, honestly, but just accept the gratitude. You guys can have it. Whatever you want.
0: I'll turn to the rest of your video. Well, uh, if you're, uh, gonna go have a chat, I have some things to tinker with while... By all
1: means. You three? you come with me? Okay, God, on train. Stay back with Milian. If you want. really um... We most likely won't be staying here for very long. I'm going to be blunt. would like to have you. <laughs> you do hear a sort of like a little clatter.
2: You look up and you can see there's mirrors with a metal tray
1: <laughs> That has like ceramic cups of tea And she's like shook them a little bit and some of them are spilling on the tray <laughs> And she's like looking at you guys awkwardly and she's like <laughs> Backs away Carbon
0: I think it's better if we kill Garbo <laughs> <laughs>
1: so I mean first of all my family is here uh, Second I'm not gonna say I'm not flat. Um my age, I did not think I'd be caught up it so earnestly. I thought those days were bad happening. Bro for me. This uh, has to uh, carpet, This right? has to be like a 30 DC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have to get a 25.
3: Come on, dice! Come on, dice.
1: That's uh 12. She pulls you in and gives you a kiss on the cheek. You're gonna make someone a very happy
2: woman one day poor outfit of homie, man. No. What? What are you talking about? Cause this Cause is what woman was say, going man. through
0: the most traumatizing <laughs> thing in her life. She can at least settle back into the house for a minute. I'm glad. I'm so glad you said it at the 25. Any lower would have been a fucking travesty. <laughs> <laughs> <It's really> travesty. <laughs>
2: There's
0: so much emotion. Because <laughs> I'm fucking sick of carpet trying to fuck all these like just a vulnerable people. Yeah, she's not vulnerable, she's a fucking. She just went through the most she's traumatizing a... thing in what her is? life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can't make someone a very happy one day, but the clock is slowly ticking to my eye and, and I don't think you're gonna like the road that it ends on. So. Oh my
2: She's. she she cares.
1: I appreciate the gesture, but there's someone else out there for you. Well. Alright. We'll remain in my dreams. Farewell. <laughs> Copper does his whole like bangs on his chest and gives her the whole like Deuces? Point points at her and gives her the deuces. You see Miris' like head poking out like. Is it over? Miris has got enough. If I can't have you, then I shall have your son. <laughs> 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 yeah. I run up.
2: Harlan, oh, wait! <laughs> <laughs>
1: guys eventually reach the Northern Light Inn. Now the inn is a two story building. It's quite large. It's like one big long hallway that branches out into kind of like an L shape. And then it has like its little entrance. And it's got this big sign that says the Northern Light. And it looks like, as you guys are walking closer towards it, what appears to be like just a random hook under the sign. Like something was there, but it's not. And you guys walk, and Harlan continues to talk. He's like, Trovis is usually around here, probably inside. Sober uh, up, getting his food before he goes out. As he starts walking, he stumbles a little bit. He's like, oh, fuck! And he gets up and he looks at the snow. And you guys all turn around, and you see, kind of stirring from a slumber under the snow, rising slowly, this silver dragon ball. They're kind of wearing what looks like obsidian armor all black um they've got this very large brow that goes back um, with these various tendrils for hair also seem to be on the sides and on the bottom of his chin this is very sharp lower jaw very low nose quite close to the jawline sharp eyes but almost droopy as they're kind of in this stupor hand also rises from the snow and you see this bottle of whiskey and they go to pour it, and as they do, it just misses them completely. You made me drop my whiskey. Whoa, 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 that's big trouble. I didn't see you there. But, uh, come on, come on up. I don't need your help, boy. <laughs> you know how many enemies face their defeat to me. I need nobody's help.
2: Oh. Why? I single enemy defeated an ogre.
1: He's not up, but he's like sitting up slowly in the snow, and he's sinking a bit more. Now he's putting more weight into the slope. I mean I kicked him in the balls, but uh, <laughs> I defeated him And he goes to drink the empty bottle, he's like Ah oh, fuck <laughs> Whatever it takes to win, eh? That's fucking right! And he throws the bottle Happy? <laughs> I mean, yeah, make a dex check <laughs> Oh! Uh, there's the twin inst- Yeah, <laughs> Yeah! Like the Matrix <laughs> <laughs> uh, You slow I- back at the ankles And, and you hear this loud- in the far background. Speaking of tropics, yeah you're I right. Look how like you had a little bit much drink. It's like, I don't know. I... I actually don't know. Yeah, I, <laughs> I had a little bit of a drink, but I'm still good for the job. You no know, man, I can still do this thing. It's all right.
3: Oh. Who the fuck are they? <laughs> <laughs> I take a step and I reach down and Indraconic, I extend a hand RISE, BROTHER! He... looks at your head, and he looks up at you, and he sees your eyes
1: there. And he doesn't say it chronic, he just says it in common, you hear. Pull that thing away, ain't you, BROTHER! Holland, who the fuck are these people? They are... well, this is... this is... Ethia, this is... Virgil, this is... uh... uh... they... They are... Remember that no problem you had? Yeah, they... they solved it. What do you mean they killed the gnolls? These three scraggly things—they kill shit. Uh, no, it's true. We did. Bro, oh, with disadvantage persuasion.
2: Ah. Hey. I...
1: Yeah. Right. Believe it. Mm-hmm. That when I see that. Would you care to? Would I care to what?
2: No, pipe down, here. We need this. Uh, we need this gentleman on our side here.
1: What do you want? And Harlan's like. Oh uh, they actually came down. They uh, they wanted to speak to you about, you know, the, the theft going on, you know, they talking about, you know, how you've been investigating and they they mentioned these things called Dugar, Dudegar, and they wanna know if you know any Wait, they wanna you saying they can do my job?
2: No no no, I'm not saying they can do jobs it's like,
1: ah, oh, listen, I don't need any help. Alright. I have got this thing locked down. I know where they are, I'm thinking like them. Anytime soon I'm gonna be getting these things. <laughs> What are you gonna do? Are you gonna start badgering me like Corey and the rest of them? Talking about the fact that I haven't found this fucking lantern yet. And he points up to where this, the hook is on the door in front of the Northern Light and it's just yapping, 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 dogging. where's the hook? Where's the lantern? Um, can you all make dex checks quickly?
3: 15, 8,
1: 22. I'm um, gonna so notice you guys, the door has opened for the Northern Light in and you see a female Female human, she is, she's got this like maroon hair, very pale skin, she's got little freckles covered in these various winter gear, but more specifically, an apron. Come out with a bucket, and she throws a bucket of water directly at Trovis. You guys always dodge it. You get some splash back, and it covers like the bottom That's part good. of your gear.
2: What the, f-
1: what the fuck, Gorin? Trovis, you're a fucking mess. Come on, and get yourself inside and clean up. Sorry, I didn't mean to get you. I'm just trying to climb this fool down. He's just yapping, yapping all bad mouth and
3: just... No, by all means, he definitely needs to get taken care of.
1: Yeah, that's... <laughs> that's alright. Trovis, come on, hurry up. Harlan, help me. Help me bring him in. And Harlan and Corey grab Trovis and they bring him inside. You guys follow? Yep. So they bring him in and you see this kind of nice not lavish but very nice inn and she directs them to this small area right in the front near the entrance where there's uh, various little tables and uh, fireplace and she brings trovis down there and she's like takes off most of his gear that's gone wet and made <laughs> invest, investments and then a third woman comes down she seems a little bit older and she's got darker longer hair um but she looks very identical to the other girl Corey. And Corey just like, "Ali, come on in here. He's uh, he's a little bit late. And he sounds, seems like he fell asleep outside." Ali's just like, oh, all, right, "All right, um, I get the food. You get him warmed up." And a few moments go by. They bring out like this hot bowl of soup. They put a nice warm cowl over Trovus, and they start giving him the food to eat. Lots of bread, trying to sober him up by the looks of it. And Harlan comes up to you guys like, so I didn't realize how inebriated made me." I'm not doing anything else in this town, so... I'd say about probably half an hour goes by and uh, Trovis finishes the bowl of soup and puts it down, he's like... "Ah!" And not facing you guys at all... Harlan! I think that's a kill come on. And he takes a seat at the table and gestures you guys to all take a seat.
2: Trovis, I trust that we are in better company now. Probably not, but I'm more inclined to answer some questions. What do you need? Okay, well, look, I'll get straight to the point. We are here to uh, perhaps offer our services for... Uh, we, we might share a common goal. Uh, it's my understanding that there has been a bit of a crime spree happening in your town. Uh, and uh, you are not alone in this struggle. Uh, your neighboring town, Care yeah, I know. ...seem to be having some issues with uh, Duogar. Why do you think it's Duogar? Well, just simply the fact that you're, both of your towns are... Geographically, you're quite close together. We're just trying to follow up a lead.
1: Who else is this uh, I think the more important question is, is how they're completing this task. How are, they, how are they robbing us blind?
2: If we are to follow up on this for you, we would need to know uh, who would
1: be the person to talk to. You see him take out a book, and he opens it up and goes, "Well, let's see. There's Marcus down there. He talked about his goats getting stolen. Margaret talked about the fact that her house was broken into. Corey and Shelly here talked about the fact that their lantern was stolen. Uh, let's see what else we got here." And he's flicking through pages and pages and pages. I got about, about, I got well over fifty names here. fact is to take this matter very seriously and I care for this town. Are you planning to stay long and help with this quest, or are you moving on out?
2: Uh, we actually have quite a few matters to attend to. Immediately, we'll be traveling northeast into the wilderness. But they are within the vicinity, so it could be something that we happen across as well. Do you owe me a Charisma check with advantage, please?
1: Twenty-two. He looks at you, looks at Harlan and goes, they saved they saved your mother and your grandmother. And and the army, They, uh, she ran off and they found her. They brought her back safe. Ah, uh, you, uh, you're gonna be heading some dangerous terrain. Tell you what, allow me to provide a service that's saying thanks for helping Harlan here. I begged many townsfolk and many of speakers to assist in the situation, number one replied. We can provide you some uh, dog sleds to ease the transportation. I do expect them to be returned, please. That is very gracious
2: of you, and uh, your um, uh, your gesture will not go unappreciated. Thanks. Uh, in exchange, if you reckon these doulas are these uh,
1: culprits, if you're finding anything out while you're out there, the information will be greatly appreciated.
2: Of course. Uh, the least we can do.
1: Go to Frozen Fair expeditions where warehouse down the road Sellers so all kinds of stuff, has a bunch of sled dogs and Sleds that can loan for you guys for your expedition while you're out in that wilderness Uh... I'll uh, send word to the owner, that's Swift That you're coming there and you've got my permission Free of charge How's that sound, lemon squeezy? Uh, absolutely Fucking eight. Another drink! And you hear Corey just turn around and she goes
2: Fuck off! (laughs) It would be my intention to leave.
3: I will be last to leave, and like, there's a distinct dragon snarl at him before I turn abruptly to go to leave.
1: You notice that he was already kind of looking at you. Just turns back and he goes back to these, goes back to the leftover bread that he still had on the table. Steve, Miris has shown you where the like little workstation is. It's like a little shed just right at the back.
0: Uh, I'd have scraps with me. Firstly, I'm going to be dropping the infusion in my bag. I infused it to be a bag of holding and there's one thing in it so it's useless. (laughs) Then I would switch my infusion to just an enhanced weapon and start working on my mace. around with the handle make the handle an activation and then run a gap up through the long handle oh uh, what exactly are you doing I'm uh I'm trying to enhance my weapon so that I can add heating to the head of the mace to make my attacks more damaging oh that is quite interesting I don't think it'll be ready just yet, but I'm starting up the prep work. Ah, okay. Perhaps a test run? I mean, I'd love to, but I'm not currently that level. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, it's a confidence thing. Very well. Right, I think I need to finish a few more quests first before I can give it a test run. That's the tinkering for later, but the I'm doing an infusion on it, which adds it to a plus one. So it's, oh, perfect. It's plus six now when I attack.
1: You, you twist it, and you feel like this force radiate, and you can feel kind of vibrate through the handle. You can see all these little shavings start to just blow away due to the immersion. This pulse of now energy you've placed into this space, and then you turn it off and...
0: Yeah, and then I'd probably try and get to work on Scrap's hands.
1: Oh. Okay.
0: If you you don't mind, I'd like to maybe have a go at fixing your hands. Okay. Maybe we'll try one at a time and see how it goes. Uh, Where do I put it? Just here on the bench. That's fine. Uh, SPF, do you mind helping me? And he'll scurry up and get his blowtorch and his repair tools ready as well.
1: With advantage, this is not the actual doing, can you make an intelligence check? 22 Now with advantage, the DC will be quite low. Make sleight of hand check.
0: 14
1: Yes, you made the DC.
0: You get to work! It's just kind of like those scenes in like movies where you just see the blue light shine out Oh yeah, out out the the windows. windows!
2: Yeah.
1: Two moments go past and you've completed the task. You've fixed one of Scraps'
0: hands. Well, I'll do the next one then. <laughs>
1: Another hour goes past and
0: thank you so much. My pleasure, you wanna give him a test run? And I'll hold my hand down for a fist bump. And he responds
1: you back.
2: This is fun
0: again. Right on.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Very well.
1: Uh, do you mind if I test out something else? Sure. Scraps turns and he looks at the workbench. And you start to see his eyes kind of flash a little. Mm-hmm. And you start to see a bit of static appear in his fingers. He starts making these intricate symbols with his hand as a small symbol appears in his hands and he casts Minor Illusion. And on the bench is another SPF. And then he dispels it.
0: That's a neat trick. Thank you. Where'd you learn that? I told you I was made in the image of my maker. Do you remember your maker yet or? Uh... I do not. That's all right. I don't know if you've listened to the group before, but I think we're gonna be Heading out to where you pointed on the map next. So maybe we'll find out what's going on. Anyway, sounds like everyone's back, let's go.
1: And you open the door? You probably didn't recognize me.
3: <laughs> well,
2: I don't
1: oh you wear your pistol at the front
0: <laughs> <laughs> is that a gun in your pocket you are you happy to see me
1: I just <laughs> thought of a dog sneaking up behind you is that a gun in your pocket what's <laughs> 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 he's around for it's like my god why is Frostbred warm <laughs> he got bitten by a radioactive giant
0: dick Yeah, that's why he's you're a, a fucking dick,
1: dick. You're a big dick that got bitten by a radioactive rabbit. Oh, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> true.
0: So I you trying to fuck it. So the everybody. rabbit grew up. <laughs> yeah. No. <Okay. laughs>
2: Makes
0: sense. Who did <laughs> the dick belong to? <laughs> <laughs> it was great.
2: It was dumb. <laughs> it was just a dick. It was I tough. got shut off. I'm going to away. I'm going to copper. But ear also got shut off by him. Yeah. Up by him. <laughs> that's what dumb school for. he shut up. Dub was
0: trying to slice Carper off of his (laughs) own dick. Yeah, and get his dick back. back. But carper has gone back and made a temporal anomaly and shot himself (laughs) off of It's the Dick Father paradox. (laughs) Yes. Don't don't shoot your dad because you'll become your own dick. It's number one rule with time (laughs) travel. Who knows what would have (laughs) happened?